Welcome to More Than a Brand Podcast, where we show you how to take your brand from basic to badass. I'm your host, Lindsay Tramell Jones, the WordPress whisperer, the Olivia Pope of web design, and the owner of Fiercified Creative and Consultant. I invite you to sit back, grab your favorite glass of wine, and your note takers, because I'm dropping jewels all season long. Thanks for listening. Hello, hello, hello. And I am here with Daisy Jones Brown of Brown Sugar Wellness. And I'm excited about this, you guys. She's going to talk to us about that mindset shift and some of the mindset issues that you have at coming out of corporate and going into entrepreneurship. But I'm not going to spill all her tea. Let her tell you about herself and what she does. So Daisy, go ahead and introduce yourself. Thanks for having me. So I'm Daisy Jones Brown, and I'm a licensed professional counselor. And I'm the proud owner of Brown Sugar Wellness, as she said. And I'm really passionate about empowering professional Black women to master the art of work-life balance. I also enable them to sidestep burnout, overwhelming stress and just all sorts of relationship strain. And so when they work with me as a result of working with me, they have more fulfilled lives, they have more joy, and they have more clarity about the life that they want to create, what they want to do next. You know, there's a gap where corporate wellness kind of stops for Black women. And I address those unique needs that we kind of have that are not in some of those wellness programs. Not like DEI, as you guys know, diversity and inclusion, but I still look at how racism affects your mind, microaggressions, how sometimes we feel hyper-visible. And I'll talk a little bit about that. I work through a lot of that mind work with Black women and women of color because we can feel very devalued in corporate America. And so we come back and we take back what they stole. Thank you. That's good. Because I definitely see, especially a lot of my clients, they are in that DEI space. They have struggled with the, I hate to say abuse, but that's the only word I can think of. (laughs) The abuse, the inconsideration being in corporate America. So as those that are in, still in that corporate space, can you kind of talk about the mindset issues that they have? So I think the the initial mindset thing that they have is that they feel like, you know, I'm here in corporate America wrestling with the day-to-day, these sort of subtle things that are happening, you know, sort of feeling, when I say hyper-visible, I mean, like, either someone's staring at your hair, touching your hair, telling you what hairstyle you had this week or that week, how you dress, what's going on with you. And so you either feel like someone's, like, putting you on as a show or you're the only one at the table a lot of times. Remember, these are really high-performing women. So a lot of times you're the only one sitting at that table with traditional white men. So you feel like you don't have a voice, but then you turn around and you see your ideas at work, right? But you're not getting the credit for it. Someone else is getting the credit for your ideas that you put out there. And you're like, wow. They made me feel like I had to take that inside, that I I wasn't valued. But then all of a sudden, I started to see my work in front of people, and I'm not getting the credit for that. So I think that's the first sort of subtle thing that's happening. And no matter how much confidence you have, it wears on you, and it starts to feel like you have a little less confidence in yourself and what you're doing. And so this is the thing. The majority can feel like 
that it's a safe environment, mm-hmm. that it's not a toxic environment. But for the woman of color, we can feel toxic environment in that environment. And that's the difference. They can feel like this is a great work environment. What do you mean? And you're the only one sort of feeling like, uh, no, not really. This is not a great work environment. And and you can feel that because it's so subtle sometimes, it's hard to explain what's mm-hmm. really happening. And then I think that that kind of leads to analyzing it and having quote unquote imposter syndrome. But I don't really phrase mm-hmm. it as imposter syndrome. I, I, I think it's internalized oppression. Oh, I like that. I, and I would say, and would, you're the expert in this field. So with that internalized oppression, would you say that that would cause them to not want to show up as themselves? Yes. I, not show up as yourself. And at times it can have you shrinking. Mm. So you only bring in parts of yourself there because you don't want to be used. You don't want someone, you know, you, you don't want to put your ideas out there too much. And you're kind of making yourself not seen as much. And then you feel like you're not getting any sort of fulfillment out of your work because you can't really show up as yourself, not your full self. Hey, if you are enjoying our show, please hit that subscribe button or hop on over to LinkedIn and follow me at Lindsay Tremell Jones, Brand Identity Designer. That's where I share tips, more insight on branding, and why it's so important as a DEI organization to ensure that your brand is up to par. Okay, that's it. Enjoy the rest of the episode. I, I completely get that. I I think even though I'm not in the corporate space, I am in a male-dominated field. Now I'm in the military. So for so long, you are compartmentalizing who you are, becoming what the status quo is supposed to be to become high-achieving and become successful. But in the end, you start feeling like, well, what is all this for? Let's say step out on their own. While they still got that high-achieving job to pay for to fund their dreams, What is that mindset like when they're in between? So it's a lot. It's a lot when you're in between trying to say, okay, do I really want to step out and and do something different? Do I want to explore what I can really do as an entrepreneur? You feel really confident, I think, when you first step out to try to do that. But once you enter that sort of entrepreneurial world, you feel like you kind of have a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset because you've been working in corporate America so much. Yes, you have all the high achieving skills and you can do strategy and project management and you can do all of these things, but you also realize you have challenges because your mind has truly not just been great. So you, you you, you have internalized these blocks on your mind which doesn't work with entrepreneurship because in entrepreneurship, you're not betting on that company. You're not being rewarded for how much money you make that company. You're betting on yourself. So you have to show up full. You have Mm -hmm. to show up fully. And you don't realize that, oh my God, it's so much mindset work you need to do, so much you need to unlearn 
so much you need to get rid of because you have strengthened yourself. Now you got to come back and build yourself back up and be who you really were again. And it's a process. And it's not a it's it's not as easy as people think it is to really sometimes break out of that mindset, even though you're ready to do something else. It's a shocker, I think. Yeah, I would say you almost become institutionalized and you're afraid to show up as yourself. And that entrepreneurial journey, I know, especially with my clients, when it comes to designing a website and showing up as their, their true selves. And I always say, I don't want you showing up as the girl in corporate with the lace front on because she was scared to show her natural hair. Show them dread. Show whatever you got. And yeah. be, um, be grateful for it and be and be proud about it and be confident. But that mindset is hard. So if you haven't made that shift, that you're not in your business, you still gonna win that lace front. You would not do it and you would not know what's holding you back, really. You're like, uh oh, what is happening? I know. I can go teach this because I've been doing this for 20 years. I've been doing this for 15 years. So I know my stuff. And you keep wondering what's holding you back. And it's really you have embraced a fixed mindset somewhat versus a growth mindset. And you have to like break out of that and see like failure and rejection more as like stepping stone because you've never done this. You have to see the stepping stones and not fail you because what happens in a job when, when you when you fail? It's almost like you get punished, right? Think about it. We are socially conditioned. And then we go to school and we get further conditioned and we get taught that what we're supposed to do is get educated, graduate, and go get a good job. Yes. And we are socially conditioned to do that. And we forget all about our dreams and creativity. Everything we had in childhood, we forget all about it. And then for women of color, then we go in these sort of oppressive type system. The systems are already oppressive. Then we kind of get this internalized oppression. And then we'll wake up, we don't even know who we are. Yes. After 12 years of school and being told, if you don't sit down and you don't listen, then you're not going to be successful. When there, I had seen a post, it was like a TikTok and a person was going over it. And he said, for so many years, we have taught, especially young boys, that those jobs like carpentry and woodwork and iron work were not successful jobs, but they are. You don't necessarily have to be sitting behind a computer or sitting behind a desk to be successful. But the way we're brought up in our school systems is telling you that those jobs don't matter. And I feel like I went on a tangent. It's so really true. And then I was trying to think of the quote I heard the other day when this really successful entrepreneur was talking to me. And he said, as a society, why would the system that we're keeping rich want us to learn anything more than how to operate in their system. Mm. And it makes sense. If you think about it, right? Makes mm -hmm. sense, right? And especially in the Black culture, we have been bred to be um, of service. Ooh. Oh, that's deep, girl. That's <laughs> Ooh, So we have years yes. of being of service. And now more than ever, you see it now. I mean, ancestors have led the uh, paved the way. But we are seeing now more than ever that we're like, no, 
and I don't have to do it your way. Black people are creative. Always have been. Mm-hmm. At the top of it, top, we're creative and we're spiritual. And once you move towards out of the brainwash a little bit, mm-hmm. well, I'm talking about growth mindset, yeah. you realize how centered that is in God. Mm-hmm. The creativity. What did God do? He created us. He created the earth. Yeah. That's what he did in Genesis. But when you move towards that growth, you're like, I was naturally created to be creative. If I'm in the image of God, created and the spiritual is the root essence of everything. And so your spirit is what brings you close to God. And so that is our magic. Yeah, it is. So once you get, look, well, let's get it back on topic. <laughs> once we, you get them, they're at that phase where they're doing both. And now they're ready to just be all in entrepreneurship. What does that look like for that mindset shift? It looks like going from operating in their zone of competent and excellent mm. to operating in their zone of genius. Mm. And that's the shift that they end up making. And that's the shift I had to end up making. What do I really want to create in? What do I, what, what is the universe and my purpose telling me is for me? And how do I use everything that I've experienced already in this lifetime to bring that to life? Mm. Um, and there are things that you can do there, you know, they're different personality tests and different things you can take. What are you strong at that helps you with that? But I think once you can tap into that and then you can create an offer around that, create Mm -hmm. a business and offer around that, and then you can bring that into the world, that is what makes entrepreneurs successful once they leave corporate America. It's it's really them learning how to accept and tap into their zone of genius and then be able to bring that to the world in such a way and then it's valuable and people pay you for that value. Right. I think that's the shift, but it takes a shift. It really takes a shift because people normally just want to stay where they're comfortable at. So you're going to get really uncomfortable because it's going to bring all your stuff up. Yes. But that's the only way you can bet on you. And I think if you, if you don't operate out of your zone of genius, because it's you and you're betting on you and that's all about you, you're going to quit because it's hard. It's easy, but it's hard. So for longevity and to maintain it, you have to be doing something you love. Yes, I agree. I love that. So Daisy, tell us where people can find you. I just want to say this right before I say where they can find me. It's like, you know, it's like breaking. I wanted to really say it's like breaking free from a like a cage of limiting beliefs and stepping mm-hmm. into a space of endless possibilities. It's your abundance is tied in it. Your natural abundance is tied in it. So with that, you can find my book, How to Create Your Boss Life, on Amazon. It's my ebook. You can also find me on Instagram at Daisy. Jones Brown and the same with LinkedIn and you can also my website is Brown Sugar Wellness that's sugar without the R dot com you can find me and so I am happy to engage with anyone to and talk about mindset and talk about what we do with our boss program which is the 90 day boss program 
that we do is 12 weeks. We're going to have our next uh, start in September. If we have uh, women that are interested in that, it's a 12-week program, and we help you reset it so you can go forth and create that life you you've always wanted and dreamed of. Oh, thank you. So, you guys, make sure you go and follow Daisy. Check her out. Get her services. Buy her book. And so you can shift your mindset and be prepared to take your business to the next level. All season long, we are talking about big girl business. So you got to put your big girl panties on and be prepared to show up as yourself, not the caged up you that has been showing up in corporate. Thank you guys for listening. Hey, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Remember, hit that subscribe button so you can stay up to date with the new upcoming episodes. And if you want to, find us on social media at fiercefied.agency on Instagram or find us on Facebook at Fiercefied Creative and Consultant. Send me a DM. Let me know what you think. I would love to hear your input. 